Welcome to Paradox of Civility. It's me, Roy Koshi, the host and creator of this podcast. And what did I create with this podcast? What kind of a monster is this anyway? Well, it's a podcast in which I revisit an online show that I created and hosted back in 2012 and 2013. Um, Another monster in its own right called The Hate Project. Um, This was a show where I tried to explore hate by allowing actual racists, bigots, hate mongers to call in anonymously, and I would let them express themselves freely in the hopes that we would finally get to a deeper dialogue in which I would learn about how they came to adopt their hateful ideology, learn about their story a little bit about how hatred actually happens, how people become radicalized. So um, we are down to two episodes of The Hate Project left. Um, this episode, and then the, the then the last one, and then uh, with this podcast, Paradox of Civility, I've been reaching out to some people. Uh, I might do a few more episodes afterwards to just catch up with some of the guests who uh, called into the show. Uh, I don't want to mention any names yet because nothing is quite uh, in print, not in print. Uh, nothing is quite uh, committed yet. So, um, anyways, I just want to let you know about that. And so for this uh, penultimate episode of The Hate Project, uh, a gentleman, a young African-American gentleman named The Chad 80 calls in. So uh, basically, The Chad 80 was a guy who was kind of new to talk shoe, and he was um, doing something similar to what I was doing. He was trying to uh, create a show where he could talk to white nationalists, and he was also trying to do this in real life, too. He was trying to debate and have a dialogue with actual uh, white nationalists and also black nationalist extremists like the Hebrew Israelites. He was trying to explore uh, extremism, uh, nationalism, to understand why people feel the way they do. Um, So it was a mission similar to mine, only that he was actually more open. He was actually open about his identity. He didn't hide the fact that that he's African-American. Unlike me, I try to hide my identity. And... um, So, yeah, we have a nice long talk, uh, which takes up the bulk of this episode. Um, In this, uh, so Chad uh, basically says that he wants to become the next Alex Jones. Uh, And the reason he says this is that he wants to call out government conspiracies, government corruption. Now, this is still in 2013. Alex Jones is already kind of fucking terrible at this point, but I think this is before. I think it was really 2014 after my show was done that Alex Jones really dove deep into the Sandy Hook truther, uh, claiming that the Sandy Hook shooting uh, in Newtown, Connecticut was a hoax, uh, which led to a lot of parents of dead children getting harassed uh, and just general general pollution and dumbing down of our society. And um, this guy, Alex Jones, failed upward. So um, I hope if Chad 80, if you're out there, um, I hope that this guy was like the initial inspiration, but you went a different way, uh, you know. So but this is still in 2013. Um, imagine like if we were having this interview one year later, would have been a bit of a different conversation. Um, Chad also mentions that he actually likes David Duke because he talks about black problems in a good way. And he says that David Duke is principled. And Chad 80 also mentions Zionism a lot, um, and he agrees with David Duke about Zionism. I try to, at a few points in this particular interview, to nail down that he's not necessarily uh, peddling an anti-Semitic trope about, you know, Jews controlling the government, like the sort of like protocols of the elders of Zion that's been a white uh, supremacist uh, uh, sacred text for a long time. He seems to not 
say that he seems to back off on the idea that he's, you know, actually straight up being anti-Semitic. And, you know, look, I, I, I tend to believe him on that. You, dear listener, you make up your own mind about that. Um, and so I mentioned, you know, in discussion about, um, about talking to white nationalists, white supremacists, Chad mentions that he doesn't necessarily seek out skinheads with like the swastika on their face. Uh, he tries to talk to respectable white nationalists like uh, Jared Taylor. He actually mentions Jared Taylor. Now, in this interview, I keep pushing this myth, me, Roy Koshy, that hate groups are prim- primarily people from poverty, like, you know, it's from people from broken homes and from really um, poor backgrounds. They're not from respectable backgrounds. And so it's kind of this shitty uh, class and race analysis on my part, I think, um, especially on the class side, because I kind kind of keep it's almost like pushing that like mainstream liberal idea that racism exists in the bad parts of America and the lowly parts of America where people where people are not educated and they don't travel. But, you know, I do that feeling to sort of recognize that because I didn't know who the guy was all that well. I've only learned about him more over the years. But Chad mentioned respectable white nationalists and he mentioned Jared Taylor. Now, I've spoken about this in the past. Like, you know, I've kind of refuted myself from those years, like when I've, when I've sort of pushed this idea that, you know, the racist people are from broken homes and poor neighborhoods. Plenty of people from poor neighborhoods don't become racist. Um, and I've mentioned like Richard Spencer, who grew up in the suburbs of Dallas, much like myself, although he grew up in a really, really rich gated community suburb, Preston Hollow. And, you know, how do you explain Donald Trump as well? So uh, where there's whiteness, there's racism, even in the most privileged, rich, educated uh, parts of white America, white Erica. Um So, you know, um, and I just want to mention that because... Um, so Jared Taylor, uh, he uh, put out this uh, literature called The American Renaissance. It was a magazine. It was a publication called The American Renaissance that um, I think it ran until he was the editor. It was an online magazine, and um, I can't remember how late it uh, ran till, but it was ended at some point. I'll put a Wikipedia link for it, for it just for you to look at that. And um, he's also the spokesperson for the Council of Conservative Citizens. Now, uh, the Council of Conservative Citizens, that is a white supremacist organization. Uh, they, their ideology is basically founded upon uh, uh, opposing race mixing, um, advocating white nationalism. And uh, they, one of their biggest uh, uh, tenets that they preach is the fact that of invasion, of immigrant invasion, of non-white invasion, Basically, like, you know, turning white areas, white, a white country like America into a non-white country, even though that's just founded on a false pretense. And, of course, what they're really known for is radicalizing the murderer Dylan Roof. You remember him, a South Carolina white kid who shot up an uh, historical um, African-American church, killed nine people. And so um, he was radicalized by the Council of Conservative Citizens. And um, he basically says, like, that was the first website he found. And when he saw, he saw uh, their depiction of black-on-white crime, that really radicalized him, and that, there was no turning back. So um, I just highlight that to uh, kind of puncture this idea that um, hate groups, uh, they don't just exist on the streets. They're not just the, the dicks with, like, the swastika uh, tattooed all over their face and the iron cross tattooed on their dick or wherever. Um, 
it's not just there. Um, radicalization happens at all levels of uh, white American society, basically. And um, But we don't think of the Council of Conservative Citizens as a hate group, even though they are indeed a hate group. Uh, and I also just, uh, you know, a current issue that's happening uh, right now. There was a Justice Department um, mailer that goes out, and uh, it was a uh, basically an email from the Justice Department that kind of has a bunch of articles regarding immigration, and they included a link to a white nationalist website, uh, and it was mailed to sitting immigration judges, and some people complained about it. Uh, uh, basically, uh, the link was sent from VDARE, which is a white nationalist website. And VDARE is also, um, associated with Jared Taylor. He's, um, I, I don't remember, uh, how deep he is involved in VDARE, but he's written articles for them at least, but he's been very associated with VDARE over the years. Um, so I'll post some articles about this as well. And it turns out that federal agencies, um, so they've been sending through their, uh, uh, news service, um, Tech MIS, they've been sending employees of various federal agencies, not just uh, the Department of Justice, but the Labor Department, ICE, HUD, uh, Homeland Security. They've been sending them articles that include uh, basically VDARE and other uh, like white nationalist public publications that uh, push like a lot of racist, white supremacist, anti-Semitic um, conspiracy theories, uh, dangerous rhetoric. It's not really news even. Now they they send a lot of different news articles, but people from employees from some of these agencies have said that the ramping up of these right wing white nationalist, um, you know, ideological news links have been uh, increasing in the Trump era. I'll post an article about that as well. So, um, so this episode you're about to hear has been heavily edited from its original broadcast, which was August 19th, 2013. And uh, the date of the release of this podcast you're listening to is August 26th, 2019. And um, it's heavily edited because I was having internet problems that night. I was having problems logging on to TalkShoe. Uh, and um, so I started the show really late and I was really flustered. I was off my game. So uh, the place that I'm starting this from, it's a little bit before the Chad calls in. Um, I uh, Somebody's starting in on my chat room. Uh, Talkshu had that chat room for the online radio show. They're using a lot of racial slurs, so I just want to give you a trigger warning on that one. Uh, the beginning of this episode, you're going to hear just me recounting a ton of racial slurs. Uh, I mention I try to make a joke out of it, and I mention Donald Trump's name, obviously not knowing that he'll be president back then. Uh, but I just sort of mentioned him as like, um, you'll you'll get the joke whenever you hear it. So, anyways, that's mentioned uh, very. This guy's uh, spewing out the most racist shit, and uh, that was a name that came to my mind. Uh, the collective unconscious moves in mysterious ways, huh, guys? Okay, and then um, at some point, like, somebody like, just starts mentioning Indian people, uh, you know, and listing a bunch of slurs about Indian people, so I try to play dumb. I try to play along with that. Um, uh, as an Indian person, it's like, it's this, it's always, obviously, like, it's ugly, but it's also just so fucking weird how people perceive you, like the level of hatred that they throw at you uh, from just these sort of goofy perceptions. It's really fucking funny to me. Uh, if only these people just get a stroke and die uh, afterwards, like a bee or something. 
like if racist people were just bees, they would just be virulently, virulently racist. And then like they would just die that day after they stung somebody with their racism. That'd be amazing. And also on this episode, I really did try to steer the conversation into away from racial hate um, or any sort of like, you know, hatred of any protected category into uh, conversations about personal hate, as in like if uh, these people hated anyone in their lives or like they wanted to get get that off their chest of like, you know, personal hate, somebody that's really like making their life miserable. Didn't really work out. Uh, I didn't get any of that sort of narrative from people, uh, that sort of conversation. Um, and you know, throughout the episode, uh, we get a few prank calls when Chad and I are talking, the prank calls were happening throughout the episode, but you know, you'll just hear the ones during our conversation. And, uh, we also just continue to interact with trolls. So the racial hate still won out, uh, and you will hear that. So be warned. Anyways, here's the episode. I'll talk to you at the end. And, uh, let's see. Sick the tank. The show is nothing but niggers, Jews, spicks, faggots, and retards for special guests. I'm trying to make sense of your your uh, sentence here. It says, this show is nothing but niggers, Jews, spicks, faggots, and retards for special guests. You're saying that we have special guests on this, this show and we provide, um, we provide niggers, Jews, spicks, faggots, and retards for them? That's kind of true. I mean, you know, look... If Donald Trump is ever on the show, he's a big fan of the show, by the way. Um, <laughs> if you repeat that, I'll deny that I ever said that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we we will. Uh, he will often ask for a faggot and a retard. Sometimes a retard faggot. Donald Trump is really into that. So, um, so yeah, stick the tank. I mean, we're working on it. You know, we're working on our little brothel up here. Get a dot head up in here. Get a dot head up in here. What does that even mean, guys? What does that mean? Dot head. That, uh... Some actress named Dottie something, right? Some old actress. Get a dot head up in here. Um... Wow, this show is off to a bad start. So, uh, stick the tank. You say Hindu. Um, I think I will hin... Uh, it's it's best for me to hin don't do that. Curry eater, raghead. Um, curry eater, like, that sounds... Curry's good. You guys ever have it? That's not an insult, really. Man, you eat curry. I don't understand the food insults. Like, the, the racial uh, food insults that are directed at people are hilarious to me. Oh, man, black people eat fried chicken. I eat fried chicken because it's so good. Man, y'all eat watermelon. Yeah, yeah, watermelon's amazing. Everybody should eat watermelon. Who doesn't like watermelon? That's no insult, guys. The dots think curry's deodorant. The dots. Connect the dots. Hey, man, connect the dots. Anyways, guys, I wanted to do a different uh, sort of uh, format tonight. I think it's going to be fun. So we've had a ton of discussions uh, over the last few weeks. Um, This show has been mainly like exploring hatred based on racism and race. 
And, you know, obviously you guys are also, it's, it's not a stretch that you guys hate women and gay people as well. Um, you blame all your problems on the Jews. Um, we, we've, uh, we've been having um, some stimulating, amazing conversations um, as of late. You know, we had access Sally on here last week. And, um, no, we, the week before she was on. And then we had uh, D.K. Wilson, sports writer, on last week, which was a, a fantastic show. I mean, I just want to thank them both again. It was a, it was a terrific show. Um, so, who wears diapers on it? You're saying diaper? That's just inaccurate. Diaperhead. You're calling diaperhead Middle East Middle Easterners diaperhead. That sounds actually really comfortable. It's like a, having a pillow on top of your head. Hey guys, I'm just gonna crash here. Anyways, okay, I'm I'm getting off track here. Um, and so, uh, news guys, Forskins running. I understood not one word that Jigaboo said last week. Just saying. Because you don't understand English, or what? What's your deal? I'm letting you guys fucking. Uh, I'm letting you guys derail me already. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh. ridiculous. They both love saying niggers to me. It's like the tank. So guess some rates writing sultry and pride. A small fraction of Indians follow the Sikh religion and wear turbans. Sick the tank. They both of us saying niggers to me. What's the difference? Oh, you and your sister both look the same. You know? Do you find that you find that fun? Don't speak ebonics. Well, neither was that guy. Okay, so um, you guys have derailed me already, and I, you know I deserve it a little bit for being late. Okay, this is going to be the focus of tonight's show. We are going to talk about hatred on a personal level. So I am inviting you to discuss anything, anyone, any person that you hate right now, and any individual that you hate right now that's, that's driving you up the wall, or any situation you hate right now that's driving you up the wall. Um, and so I'm not going to really discuss race. If you guys want to like waste the chat room time doing that, go right ahead. But uh, tonight I'm not going to really do that. Um, I'm going to invite anybody. And of course, you can call in anonymously. And you, you don't have to name who you hate. We don't want to get you in trouble. Um, but what I ask and what I challenge you good people, and I mean that lightly, as in non-existent, um, is that you basically talk about a person in your life, not somebody, not a celebrity that you don't know. So don't don't talk about don't talk about fucking you know the president. Don't talk about Lindsay Lohan. You don't fucking know her. Um, call in. Talk about a person in your life. Don't give their name. You can describe what the situation is and describe how this person is driving you up the wall. It can be a coworker, it can be a family member, it can be your wife or husband, it can be your children, or it can be a situation in your life. You know, it can be a situation at work. It can be a situation at home within your family. It can be um, a situation in a relationship. You're free to call up and talk about this. Because we haven't been doing that on this show, guys. We focus so much on the culture wars and the racism and the blah, 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 that that's gotten boring. 
Guys have made racism boring. Way to go. Well, has anyone listened to a word I said? Come on. You you guys are not happy people, I can tell. You're not happy people. <laughs> you cannot tell me that you get along with everybody in your life. All I am asking you is to talk about a personal sort of grievance or hatred that's not based on race or gender or orientation. It's based on behavior, like something that somebody's doing to you or around you that's making you hate them. That's all. We all have it. Oh, boy. The caste system has been illegal in India for half a century. I mean, the caste system is not followed. So I'll start off. This is, oh my God, you guys are really arguing about nothing. It's about the caste system in India here. Um, and yeah, guess number eight, you were correct. The caste system has been illegal in India for half a century. In urban areas, caste system is not followed. Hey, uh, I'll offer this. If you guys hate me, you can talk about me. Huh? How's that for a deal? How's that for a deal, guys? Isn't that fun? <laughs> Hey, the Chad. How's it going, man? How you doing, man? Hey, uh, thanks for calling in. Yeah, I was just trying to see how you're doing. Um, I thought you had a guest on something. What's the topic for today? Oh, I'm glad you asked that. And maybe you can, uh, maybe you can like add some something to this tonight uh, on the Hate Project. I'm not necessarily going to be talking about racial hatred or hatred of groups or cultural hatred. What I'm trying, to, I'm trying to explore personal hatred, so I'm encouraging everybody here, and they're not taking me up on it, to talk about a personal situation that you may have. Is there a person in your life that you hate? You, and, and you can be anonymous. Don't give out their name or anything like that. But it could be a person at work. It could be a person in your family. It could be your significant other. Again, anonymous, so you're completely safe to be honest here. Yo. I don't really, I don't like narcissistic people in general. I mean, I, there's not people I necessarily hate. I mean, yeah. in high school, you know, I always had that one asshole of a teacher and that one really mean kid, you know. But I'm getting tired of pro-black and pro-white people now. I'm really getting tired of it. Oh, believe me, I'm I'm going to be ending my no, show very soon. No, because it, it's it's really hypocritical because on both sides of the fence. There really are hypocrites. There's never going to be a white homeland, and no. there's never going to be a black. There will never be separation because uh, it just never will happen. I mean, yeah. And both and both race, both conscious people, but there you got black people who are sleeping with white women or sleeping with a white white man. You got the other side, the pro-white people sleeping with black men, Asian woman. I mean. The stuff, the stuff that I can dig up on these white nationalists is crazy, man. It really is. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they even know it, but like, um, but um, here's the thing. Like, um, I, I guess I, I don't want to get into that too much tonight, but um, okay. I mean, like, is there like anybody 
do you deal with like I mean, do you know of any like white nationalist people in your personal life? Yes. Yeah. Besides besides people who you talk to on the radio, do you do you have you interacted with them in real life? In real life, yeah, I have. Like how how'd that happen? Did you go to like a rally or something? I just went, you know, to a restaurant or just you know, maybe this is what they're doing and see what they're doing and then, you know, black people say, you know, why are you doing that? And I'm saying, Well, I'm doing it to learn why the hell they hate and you know, I just ask them questions, see what they're doing and a lot of them either have black friends or, or are married to non white people or you know, they just say they want to go to a homeland but they still love to, to see shows of black people on it, so you know. Yeah, like actually Access Sally, the show that you called in, I mean she mentioned yeah. that actually. She meant she talked about how um how like a lot of these guys, like they were married to non white women, but even though like they're preaching like, you know, purity of like race and yeah. purity purity of keeping America white, but they're fucking like non white women or whatever. Yeah. Um and like the hypocrisy of that, yeah, I'm definitely with you on that. So like you went you went to like you're saying that you actually met white nationalists in person. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and, and, and you white nationalists, yeah. Okay, but like, I, I, well, I'll, I'll focus on both in a second. But like, I want to focus on the white nationalists first. So, you go, you go to the restaurant. There's a restaurant that they hang out at. Yeah, a restaurant they hang out at. We talk, we chop up information, talk about corruption of governments, um, Zionism, things of that nature. You know, nine eleven was the inside job, which I can believe, and um, I'm sure you know who Alex Jones is. Um, of course I do. Yeah, I lived in Texas for a while, so I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's crazy to believe in um, in a corruptive government. I mean, there's nothing bad no. about that, you know. But um, when I talk about about Zionism, I don't like like when they say, you know, it's all Jews, but it's Jews who are against Zionism, and uh, I've known some anti-Zionist Jews also, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like, whenever you go in, like, so you meet them at this, like, Waffle House or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so you meet them at the Waffle House late in, like, 2 a.m., right? And um, yeah. so, so, like, what, like, do you ever, like, kind of, like, had that tinge of like, ooh, am I gonna get my ass kicked if I come in here? Like, oh, you no, feel no, like... no. I've I've known them. I've talked to them uh, either on the phone or on Skype, and you know, I had I said I agree with some of the things they said. I never really expected that. I mean, these aren't the real hardcore white nationalists. You know, they're like a they're like a they're not like skinheads. Let's just be honest here, clans. They're like um, medium, like a Jared Taylor type of white nationalist. You know, a Jared what? Jared Taylor type white nationalist, pretty educated, clean shaved, you know. But most of the people who are in the skinhead or who are in the violence are pretty much yokel locals. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so these are like these are the Ivy League of white nationalists. Is that it? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> they 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 don't they don't drink PBR. They drink white wine, but only white wine, right? Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> like my wine, pure. Um, anyways, but like so, so you don't go in there. You don't like feel this like sort of like oh, I'm gonna. No. Like you go in there and okay, cool, good for you. Um, and you guys just hash out ideas. Have you found any progress? Because like with my show, like I've been talking to all kinds of people, but a lot of people on my show have been white nationalists. 
in my chat and all that stuff. I don't know how much progress I've made. I, I'm going to have to reflect on this show when it's done. Um, but have you felt like you've made any progress in understanding where they're coming from or made yeah. any progress in, in helping them understand where you're coming from? I think I made progress, but, I mean, I just want to get 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 this out. I mean, they, they know it's a common enemy, but I kind of want to prove to them that some of their beliefs can be stupid and that, you know, um, separation isn't going to solve a thing. Right. Just not on either side of the fence, so. Well, also, like, when, like my thing about the separation and finding, like, this, we need to find ourselves, and this goes, I apply I, I, it to everybody, not just white nationalists, but, like, this idea of, like, we're going to claim this land, it's like, the earth is the earth at the end of the day, like, you really can't get away with, like, claiming a land all to yourself at all, mm-hmm. like, it's a, it's a big planet, and, like, there's a ton of, there's 7 billion plus people, like, good luck, like, good luck, like, sitting there saying, like, well, I, I, you can never step foot on here. Because the earth yeah. is bigger than you are. The earth is bigger than you are. And, like, it's, like, it's ridiculous to, like, sit there and say, like, well, this is all mine. And have people take you seriously. You know? Yeah. So guys, I'm, just, I'm just putting my Twitter handle in the, the, in the yeah, uh, chat. By the way, if you can do me a favor, if you can get uh, the, the woman that was on your show, do you have her number or email or a site? I'm sorry? That woman who was on the air that I was with was was Bizzer. Oh, Access Sally? Yeah, I mean, Southern Pride, I mean, I this is the stuff I'm talking about. I mean, that That's true, I mean, but he's not going hey, to... Hey, sorry, 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 chat, 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 you're, you're kind of like distorting. Can you just fix your microphone real quick? You said distorting? Yeah, it's, it's like you're the the. It's just I can't understand the words that are coming out because it's distorted. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, okay. Sorry, go ahead. No, but I was saying that you know, no, even going to a white public school, public schools don't teach anything. I mean, I really support just having um, homeschooling. Homeschooling is really the best option right now, honestly. Really? Yeah, I mean they don't teach anything in public schools anymore. White or black. So I don't but see like, why he's just having, huh? Okay, sorry, go ahead, go ahead and make your case. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. What were you saying? Well, I, I feel like a lot of that comes from the fact that this country has decided that education's on, uh, a, not a fucking, not a priority anymore because I've, I've studied um, a bit in education and um, there have been, over the century, over the last century, like with John Dewey and people like that, there have been many people who have made great innovations in education in a way that's like not so much just like getting good grades, but in the way of like truly like getting kids to think for themselves. To, so to take a topic, whether it's like, you know, history or literature, take a subject and like really like make meaning of it for themselves and like really engage with it in a way that's like, I'm going to think about this and what this means to me and then speak on that and like really also like not just be sheepish about something, like take it apart, yeah. be critical of it. And then like, you know, we kind of went back to like, like, oh, well, our, our standards, our testing is down, our testing is down. We got to get those test scores up because like a test score doesn't mean a lot. I mean, any idiot can memorize something and spit it back out. Yeah. That's not intelligence at all. And so... And so I guess, like, my issue, um, I, I agree with you that the education system here is fucking shit, but, like, yeah. I, also, I also think that, like, homeschooling, I'm not sure how much I, how much I 
in, in, in support of that because it's sort of you take away like the ability of a child to engage with the wider world beyond their family and you kind of mm-hmm. don't teach them how to deal with the world and like if you don't have that skill good luck I'm glad you just mentioned that because I was homeschooled for three years I used to travel go to museums okay go outside the world that's what kids need to do also not just stick them in the house so what, you know, what years were you homeschooled what, what years were you homeschooled fifth sixth and seventh grade okay so when you and then you went back to school like regular school in in high school mm-hmm. was it public middle, school or private middle. Middle, middle school, private middle school, private high school, then I went to a public school for two years, and then a private high school. I mean, yeah, okay. private high school. And so how how was it reintegrating yourself back into the school system? It wasn't too bad. Okay. So, see, like, here's my issue. Like, it sounds like your parents I – mean, I'm assuming your parents homeschooled you um, – like, it sounds like they took you to museums, they took you, they sort of, like, tried to give you, like, a little bit more of a fuller experience. Yeah. But a lot of the folks who homeschool, like, like, Soul, Tr- like Soul Train Pride here, um, I don't care how this guy's name is pronounced, Soul Train Pride, he says homeschooling is better than sending your child to a multicultural school. So it gets a bad rap because of guys like him, because it's like, it sounds like, you know, it's usually, like, people who homeschool are usually, like, these Jesus heads who are, like... They're they're teaching science and the Big Bang, and we just teach yeah. the Bible here, and so there's a danger in that, and that's why I'm sort of like not on board sometimes with that even being an option for parents. Like, yeah, I, I want I want to answer the Soul Train Pride. They have a pro-white school that's Klan owned by Thomas Robb now, the SOLC training facility. And if you give me your cell or email, I can get information that maybe I can interview you. But that was my response to him. But uh, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, it's 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 ridiculous. So, like, and so that's that's the side of it that I don't like, and that's why I sort of don't like. That's why a part of me doesn't. I mean, I don't know how you'd enforce this, and I'm not sure how I feel about enforcing this, but a part of me feels like it shouldn't be allowed because. I feel like as a parent, you you can still take your child to museums and still sort of educate them about the wider world beyond what they're learning in school. I mean, we're all busy, but, like, I, I just feel like homeschool, like, that's the image that comes to me. It's like people, like, beating their children with the Bible to help them memorize it as opposed to, like, teaching them, like, a well-rounded curriculum. Like, you know, even if you don't like the subject, like, it's good to learn it because you learn what you don't like and you can take nuggets of information out of anything, you're right. So, um, yeah, keep going. Oh, you're being mu- your voice is muffled. What's going on, dude? Sorry, sorry. I was saying, what do you what do you mean? Oh, your bo- your voice just sounded muffled. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry, man. Are you on a phone? Yes, I'm on my cell phone. Okay. I mean, we yeah, we were having trouble with our cell phones here. So, um, um, so it looks like uh, Hey Soul Train are giving me your information to interview you um, or talk to you. Is that you, Chad? Yeah, that's me. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, feel free to and you know, Chad's a nice guy, right? You guys can uh, have have a talk. Um. So, like, you don't – are there any difficult situ- – and, and non-cultural or race-related 
Chad, are you go, are there any difficult situations in your life right now at school or at work or at home or in relationships? Mm, no, not really. I mean, I'm just trying to build myself up to, um, you know, get my radio show better and um, try cool. to talk more, you know, try to be the next Alex Jones, basically, and talking about corruption of government. And I'm still, you know, working out, um, trying to get a job right now also. But I want, this radio thing is what I really want to do in life, honestly. Fantastic. What kind of job are you looking for? Uh, just to basically just be a waiter, just serve, you know, serve um, ice cream, stuff like that, you know, just basic. I mean, you know I'm only 21, right? I didn't know that, no. Okay. So yeah. you want to drive an ice cream truck. No, no, I want to serve some ice cream or or be a waiter. <laughs> oh, why? Do you just want to do that just until your radio career takes off? Is that why you're choosing that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough, dude. I get it, man. I, I totally get that. Um, so I have Arizona on the call. Chad, do you want to hang out for a little bit? No problem. Okay, hang on one second. All right. Arizona, are you there? My name is Andy Bowen. I'm giving you a showing. I hate the niggers, and I hate the Jews. I hate my parents. I fucking hate you. I dance to porno. I eat I clean my shaved cock. Wait, wait, wait. Arizona, Arizona, Arizona. 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 Oh. Oh, he hung up. Because he's afraid to talk. That's why he's so scared. Huh? That's why he's so scared. <laughs> he just hang yeah. up. Hold on, let me call back in. I'm gonna call back in on my home phone. All right. All right, it's fine. All right. All right. All right, dude. Uh, <laughs> that was the that was the worst poem. That see, this is the problem with education in this country. That's some. You took a poetry class, Arizona, and it was some shitty poetry. Sometimes you know maybe we don't have to express ourselves, right, guys? I dance to porno and I shave my cock. I dance to... Who dances to porno? <laughs> yeah, I'll take this. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, those times that I go into the porn booths. Hey, guys, can you put on something I could dance to while I jerk off? Arizona. I dance to porn. Is that what he said? Am I Am I making that up? Am I making that up? I could have sworn it was I dance a porno, but he definitely did say he definitely did say that he shaves his cock. Did he really steal? Did he steal that from Jack Kerouac? Let me look that up real quick. Dance to porn. No. All right. Maybe that's why you're unhappy, Arizona. If you're still listening, I dance to pornos. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right, jackass. Hold on one second. Sorry, I don't know why it's not letting me unmute you. I'm sorry. Hello, Arizona. My name is Andy Bowen. I'm giving you a showing. I hate the niggers, and I hate the Jews. I hate my parents. I fucking hate you. I dance to porno. I eat your ass. Yes. I clean my shaved cock with boulder-sized rocks. News guy is a fucking Jew Yorker. Dembski is a goofball porker. Raise okay. Your white hand to the white land. Do you want to join 
my Hitler skinhead band. No. I, I, I got a lot on my plate right now. I can't join your Hitler skinhead band. This is the worst. Oh, my God. Wait, did he really... I'm trying to figure out, like, my name is Andy Bowen. Let me just see who this is. My name is Andy Bowen. I'm giving you a showing. Said that's not your real name, probably. Oh my God! My name is Andy Bowen. I'm giving you a showing. Skinhead Rock. Gee, let me think. Is it that? Spe- Was it a? Is it really like? Um, Okay, Apocalypse is saying that prank caller is a terrible person. Do you know him, Apocalypse? Is that is that really his name, Andy Bowen? Let me see. That was really like the worst. My name is Andy Bowen. I'm giving you a show. Okay, well, yeah, he's some Nazi guy. All right, let me see. Oh my god, the weirdos are out tonight. I love this. All right. West Maryland, are you there? This is Chad back again. Hey man, how are you? Fine. I hope you can hear me perfectly now. Oh yeah, you're doing great. Thank you so much. Thanks All for right. calling back. I, I really appreciate that. Um Did you uh I don't know if you caught uh, our friend uh, Arizona called back in and uh Gave that same poem again. Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. This this is just the funniness, and I was so tick pride would call in or give me his information if he wants to talk on my show, you know. But well, Soul Train. All right, Soul Train Pride. Uh, it's out for you. Um, yeah, just uh, just come on in, Soul Train Pride. If you want to call in and talk to Chad right now, you're more than welcome to. Or um, if you want to throw your email, if you have an email you want to put on here, go right ahead. Um, but Chad, do you do you um, do you have an email that you want to give out? Yeah. All right. Can you type it into the oh, chat guest room? Oh, Guest State. You live in Baltimore. I, li- I know where Baltimore is. Where what part of Baltimore do you live in, Guest State? You live in D.C. I live in Maryland right now. How's Maryland? Pretty good area. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Have I interviewed Chuck the TI? I've only uh so he's asking me if I've ever interviewed Chuck the TI, the targeted individual. Um I've been I've kind of like been like looking at shows and I been, went on a show one time. I didn't call in, but I just listened and he didn't really like my screen name too much. Um Chuck the TI. Man, I try to look at targeted individual videos online, and that is the most boring shit in the world. <laughs> wow. it, it, it's, it's like if you're going to go like with a conspiracy – I'm dead serious. There's this one video I saw. Um, it, okay, you know, let's talk, talk about things that I hate and that like drive me up the fucking wall. It's like um, um, I love my ex-wife, actually. Um, so um, this, this one video is filmed by a quote-unquote targeted individual – and he's filming it from his car, driving around like a Walmart parking lot or like a mall parking lot. And this motherfucker is like trying to like use this as proof. He sets his camera up on his windshield. Okay. And he and he says like, "Oh, this is a sign of gang stalking," which is like 
the term for like you know how the government harasses him. This is a sign for gang stalking. Uh, this is uh, people. Uh, people will uh, not observe the stoplight. They will sometimes cut in front of you when you have the right of way at the stop sign yeah. intersection. And then like another one was like he's parking and he like turns his camera on this mother and baby, and saying like, well, gang stalkers typically employ young children because they can be really annoying and loud. It's like I. I think that's just young children like that that's just them wow it's really like uh, I, I'll, I'll try and find the video it's like one of the worst things i've ever it's like if you're if you're going to do a conspiracy theory thing like i'm fascinated by that stuff i don't think i buy into it but right if you're, you're going to do that at least you know come Make on it exciting yeah like i mean just like a day out to the mall that's a little inconvenient because it's fucking crowded is not a evidence that you're being targeted by anyone. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. Hey, but you know, but the girl that was on your show, someone gave me a site, but I want to... Do you have a number or anything? I didn't get a phone number or anything like that. I mean, she you can... She called in, okay. She called in. Um, I um, I didn't get a phone number. I um, She called in. I sent her an email. I think her email's on her website. It's Access yeah. Sally Raw. So, um... Uh, I would advocate that you go there. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I know that she said that she was kind of traveling for a little bit, but she was very open to talking to me, and she was very nice. So, um, you know, she might be open to talking to you. So I'd... I'd uh, well, I, uh, I'm going to send her an email, but definitely send her an email. I, I gave you my number. You never called me. Uh, dude, like, I, you know you know why? I mean, You've I, I kind of... I keep the show kind of anonymous, so I don't make a lot of phone calls. And so, you know, that's why I just, I I don't really make a ton of, like, phone calls on the phone. Just because, like, I haven't, like, labeled my phone unknown yet. That's all. All right. But if I do, if I do, like, figure out how to do that, I'll, um, I'll, um, I'll give you a ring. But, I mean, like, you, you put your email in here, um... I'm going to post my email really quickly in case you want to email me. And uh, and like if, if Sally doesn't respond to you, just let me know. And I can, I'm not going to promise you anything, but um, I can just sort of reach out and say, hey, this guy wants to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Um, she used to be a skinhead, right? Huh? Yep, she was... She was a member of the neo-Nazi movement in uh, the Northwest, and then she was a member of this uh, Northwest Front, which is basically like an organization trying to take over the Northwest for white people as a homeland. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't know if you listened to that in your t- entire interview, but um, it's a fascinating story. She's no longer part of that movement, and, um, you know, it's uh, she has her own podcast, too. So I recommend anybody check that out. Oh, let me just put that... <clears throat> I don't know why I'm promoting this. I feel like I'm her fucking PR agent right now, but here she's I'm a strong woman too, man. Yeah, she does. She does uh, weightlifting and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so you're looking for a job right now, um, and you're hosting radio on Talk Shoe. Yeah. Are you looking? Are you looking to host radio elsewhere? Yeah, pretty much, but basically for conservatives. <clears throat> um, why? Why for conservatives? 
Oh, no, I mean, it's really the highest volume of calls right now, you know. I mean, I like consider myself a conservative independent, but it doesn't mean I believe in a whole anti-Muslim crap okay. they try to push, you know. So you're like more like maybe an old school, uh, old school Barry Goldwater type conservative. Yeah. Not, not like the radical right-wing Tea Party that the Republican Party is now. I like I like a little bit of radical, but the whole anti-Muslim thing I can't deal with that. So yeah, yeah, that, that's some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> it's not a it's not a really conservative movement anymore. It's kind of like a radical like fringe. It's somehow like a radical fringe group that fell into like a lot of money. It's yeah. like the big. It's like as if the biggest asshole in your town won the lottery or something. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's like oh that dickhead did, and now he's a. Uh, yeah, it's it's like the the world's biggest asshole won the lottery. <laughs> I want everyone to look at my king hat, and I want you to... I want women to... I want women to put chocolate in their vaginas, because I'm rich. <laughs> Stupid. Ah, it's just ridiculous, man. Oh God, guys! Hey, um, I'm on the phone with Chad, the Chad eighty, um, and uh, I put my email out here for anybody, Chad and otherwise. Um, HateProjectRadio@gmail.com. If anybody has any feedback for me or any ideas for guests that you would want, I am trying to wrap this show up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, the reason I'm kind of keeping it open is I have some um. I have some guests uh, that I'm in contact with that I am trying to reach out. I'm trying to solidify their appearance. And then once I get them in here, I will be moving on. Um, okay. guest, number 14, guest number 14 is writing, Chad 80 is a boring cunt. Yeah, but I saw that. That's some b- bullshit because we were having a good conversation, but it's all good. Yeah, I agree, man. Like, I, I don't think you're a boring cunt. I, you know, look... <clears throat> I think you're an exciting cunt. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> like that? Yeah. Um, so, guest number 14 is asking, movie on where? Uh, guest number 14, you know, I might uh, take a little hiatus from talk shoe. <laughs> t- I cannot believe those words just came out of my mouth. i got to take a hiatus from talk shoe. Um, um, I, you know, I might try and develop another show, uh, a, a show that's more broad in, in sort of subject matter because – you can only talk about this particular aspect of life for so much without going nuts because, A, it's one aspect of life. Hatred is one aspect of life. And a lot of the people who participate in the show, like, we're going in circles. Like, it's just like these outdated fucking stereotypes, this blinding anger mm-hmm. about, like, yeah, the niggers and faggots and Jews, like, this, this guy, news guy's foreskin was just, like, uh, rattling all this stuff, like, yeah. not making any sense. And so it's like, my show is kind of the opposite of that. Like, you know, I, I allow you to express that. It's a free speech zone. But, like, I also, like, want to, like, really learn why, uh, you know, why you feel the way you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like, so instead of, like, just having this blind hate speech, and then on the other side, like, the more liberal side, where it's, like, kind of way too much, like, we just need to be, we can't upset anybody, and let's just not talk about it, or... We'll talk about it in such a limited way. That's also dishonest. And so, but what I like about of, my show is I get to talk. I get we get to talk with black nationalists and white nationalists, and it, and it's just a fun conversation and exciting. Yeah. 
You know. I want to get some black. I mean, if you know of any black nationalists that I could contact, you it, feel free to email me at my my address too. But by, by the way, all right. Because and I want to talk to you about black nationalists. Like, what's your experience dealing with them, or how did, how did you come to meet with meet up with them? Basically, in the street when they were protesting and screaming, and um, either on the internet or just talking to them. I mean. So, yeah. like, you mean like the new Black Panthers or the Black Israelites? Black Hebrew Israelites. Yep. So you you talk with them a little bit uh, yeah. in in uh, in the street. Were they yeah. were they responsive to like your ideas, or did they try to did they try to recruit you ever? Or? They tried to recruit me, but I said nah. I mean, I want to think for myself and everything. I mean, they have good stuff when it, <laughs> when it comes to eating good, and you know, but. You know, I, I don't want to be made to join something and try to convert. You know, I, I want to do me. You know what I mean? Yeah, good for you, man. I like that. I like, you know, and I think that's that's the wave of the future, guys. I think it's it's that's going to be like the new way to sort of go forth as a species is letting people be them. Do you? But, you know, I I kind of think like it's like do you but understand that you live in a civilization and there's a responsibility to that too. But, you know, you can't ever let anybody shape you or convert you to anything. Right? So I applaud that. Like, so what do you think about black – like, do you think black nationalists – like, so I kind of see white nationalists, like uh, the more extreme, like skinhead groups. Yeah. As, as like a lot of people – the, the reason people join those groups often are the same reason that um, people join gangs. Because, um, you know, they kind of come from, like, maybe their home situation is not good. They don't have a lot of support and protection. There right, and, they, and they have a lot of, lot, lot of stuff going against them. And somebody just posted a nigger mania. That's, what, that's, the, that's an example of, oh, I hate Christian identity, too. I yeah, call yeah. them to the Christian identity shows all the time, too. Oh, yeah, they're, they're the Je- their Jesus is really hateful. Chimp what out. Is, I've been on what, there, too. What's chimp out? site where they say black people came from monkeys. Okay. Well, everyone came from monkeys, you silly gooses. Soul Train, News Guy, Nigger Mania. I got to say, dude, like, this is, I, I think that you should have a festival and call it this. Take take this word back, Chad. Mm-hmm. Have a festival and, like, have it be awesome. Like, actually, like, I don't know, like on some Richard Pryor stuff. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay. I think that'd be great. Don't yeah, they don't own that word. You take it back, it's nigomania and like everything that's awesome. I gotta do this. I believe I've been on all these websites, the White Voice, Stormfront, all of them. Yeah. I've been on a few black websites. So what's your experience on these websites? Like, I mean, are people do people call you names like they're doing right now, or I don't even know I'm black. Oh, really? Is it like okay. I, when I talk to them? I mean, I give them my number, then we call, and then they know, and then when I get to Skype, and then they, some of them hang up and don't talk to me, and some of them end up talking to me. But you know, <clears throat> wow, yeah, interesting. Okay, well, um. Let's see. All right. Oh, so yeah. Well, we were talking about black nationalists. So, like, they try to recruit. I was talking about um, like how you know often like with white nationalists, they're similar to like African American gang members, 
like coming from a house that's not supportive. It's there's abuse. Mm-hmm. It's broken home, and then like you know feeling like they have nowhere. And so when they join this this organization or this gang, they finally feel protection and they feel like they have a family. And in fact, that's what Access Sally was telling me was like, and she's talking about it on her own website too. Like when she found this neo-Nazi movement. It wasn't because like she was deep down hate hateful of anybody. It was like she finally found like a family and something right. that she she could ha- latch onto, and that's what gang members do often. It's like right. I'm, I'm I'm protected now. I have a crew. I have a family that has my back now, and I mean something now. Now the Black Israelites, well, like, what's their deal? Are they are they the same way? Because they seem different to me. I mean, they're just doing it. I mean, some of them are like sixty, seventy years old. I mean, they have really tough views on racism and. Yeah. No. They, well, they've they, seen the worst they of it. They can back it up with more proof. About yeah. Why they hate? We both know that. Oh, of but. course. Yeah. Well, that, that that that's not a surprise. Um, they have more concrete reasons to be hateful. Yeah. I may not agree with it, but uh, they have concrete reasons to be hateful. White hey, nationalists guys. have a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of it because it's like. The majority of people that I've talked to on the show, um, like I asked them, like, did like what what was like an event where like a black person did something to you, and they'll be like, oh well, no, I never really did, and I work with black people, and then and then like they then go back to like this like sort of like abstract hatred. It's not based in reality, but it's like this hatred that's really. And I talked with Axis Sally about this too. It's like this hatred that's sort of like based in their mind and like these stereotypes about like how blacks are lazy and are like raping it's like a projection of a their hundred own white women a day <laughs> yeah oh, so dumb yeah oh, okay news guys putting this vice article out there um i'll try and read that at some point wait is this the news the news guy has the show or is this the, uh, another news guy no it's a, it's a guy making fun of news guy i think okay yeah so um <clears throat> Okay. Well, okay. Um, thanks for uh, sending this. I will. Um, I will read this at some point. Oh, interview a five percenter. That's gonna be hard to get. That's really gonna be hard to get a five percenter. Even why? Why, dude? How come? They're stronger than the Black Hebrew Israelites in their views. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, could you get one on? Could you get one on? No, I didn't. <laughs> The closest I can get was a black keeper Israelite, and that's it. Wow. Wasn't, like, brand Nubian? Did you ever listen to hip-hop when you were a kid? Or, like, back in the 90s? No, I still listen to hip-hop a little bit, but I listen to the to the 90s hip-hop. Yeah, do you remember brand Nubian? No. Like, Poor Righteous Teachers and people like that? Not really. Okay, well, they were, like, 5 percenter type. I think I think Brand, I think they were. I mean, there's a there's an album by Brand Nubian called "In God We Trust," and there's a song called "Meaning of the Five Percent." And so, um, so yeah, yeah. So uh, news. This this racist asshole knows about Brand Nubian and Wu Tang. <laughs> oh, you and got that's another that. thing. White people know about Black history and Black music. Racist oh, there's this guy. On my show, there's this guy over this year that I've done this show, like this dude named Dragon, who's a, I guess, a former Grand Dragon of the KKK, and he talks about like how in high school, how he used to listen to Run DMC and LL Cool J, and I made this joke about like, I can't remember, um, 
I made some joke about the Ku Klux Klan and the Wu-Tang Clan, and he was like, nah, man, Ghostface Killer and I aren't friends. I'm like, how the <laughs> fuck do you know who Ghostface Killer is, man? I so, know, yeah, it's so, crazy. So these uh, purebred, like, we want America for white people alone, are fans of Brand Nubian and Wu-Tang. Well, that's, oh, boy. Isn't that fun? Did you have you found that with like the people that you talk to as well, um, mm-hmm. where like the guys that you meet at with at with at the fucking uh, Denny's or wherever you meet, um, like do you find that like there you talk to them enough and they're just like yeah fucking uh, I love Chappelle's show. <laughs> they I make, love like, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's what one of them said. Ah, so like like how did another like, one actually just end up telling me oh I slept with a black woman before, you know? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like it's it's so fucking, and it's like and and so it doesn't occur to them that like they're breaking their own sort of pre their own sort of principles. Like, how do they justify it? Um, they don't. And they're it's just crazy. Yeah. Watch black movies. Um, yeah. Love black foods. Love yeah. watermelon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, a lot of them, and like I'll, I'll challenge them on my show, and it's like, well, like how do you reconcile that? Because you're partaking in other people's culture that you that you say that you hate, and they say like, oh well, everyone has their place, and it's sort of like this, it's this weird like it's this extreme white privilege is what that is, where it's like, like fucking like oh we just I can just duck in I can duck into your culture and use it, and then duck back out and hate it and condemn it. The only thing about that is like yeah. I used to believe in all that white privilege and white people. I, I've seen white people get beat up by the police. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I felt better treated than a lot of white people I've, I've talked to. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, you went to private school. Did you grow up like in a in a, a privileged neighborhood, class wise? Black neighborhood. Black neighborhood. Yeah. Was it like a middle class neighborhood or lower middle income? Class, or middle class. Middle class school. Was it a kind of diverse neighborhood or was it predominantly like black? Ninety-five to ninety-six percent black, probably more. Cool. Do you mind if I ask you where you grew up? Atlanta. I no, I grew up in Maryland, uh, which was also a black neighborhood. But then I had the rest of my high school life in Atlanta. Okay, yeah, because that's like, that's like, yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta. Yeah. Um, cool, man. Um, so you you had that, um, and you went to private school. I had a I had somebody on last week, and. Guy named D.K. Wilson, um, who's an African American gentleman, who um, he went to a private high school and he was like very outnumbered at this private high school. Like he was like one of like maybe like two black kids. Right. How about how was that for you? Didn't really matter to me. I mean, I got into some scruffles, but that was about it. But I never really, really faced racism as people would think you would face. Um, right. You know, I mean, I went to a black black public school, and I still had the same problems, you know, with people and things of that nature. So it doesn't really matter with me. But so, you like know, at the at the white school, you didn't have much problem. Um, and, but in in your, what kind of problems did you have at the black school? Oh no, no, I'm just problems? saying it's the same thing. I mean, either with mean kids of any race. I mean, sure, it doesn't yeah. matter. So assholes. It was basically the same thing with me. But I always knew I had to defend myself and. Not let anybody take me over, but you know I had a pretty decent um, high school career. So cool. Okay. Well, like, did did um, 
if you ever like dealt with mean kids, I mean, was it like race based ever or um one or two cases, but I mean most of it no. Okay. Yeah. With the with the black kids, was it like race based or like sort of like just talking uh, trash. Talking trash, okay. Like on the basketball court and sports yeah, and yeah. maybe you know, in case I wore the wrong thing, you know, that's all. Oh, right on, okay. Cool, man. Um but like you got um you got um, oh somebody's posting what rappers are in the five percent nation. Oh god if Why I can are guess. y'all talking about the five percent nation. Are these white nationalists talking about this? Oh yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. I I'm sure they're bumping like fucking KRS one at home right now or public enemy. Watching yeah, Friday. I know, I know some white folks that listen to Public Enemy too. Some pro-white folks. I I heard David Duke's wife likes. Um, I like David Duke myself, but I heard David Duke's wife listens to hip hop. Actually. Oh, that must drive him up the wall. And not really. I mean, he probably talks to hella black people. Or yeah. does. Why? Why do you? Why do you like David Duke? He talks about Zionism and he does talk about problems in the black community in a good way and. Hmm. I can respect him because of, he has conservative principles, so I can respect him. You know, I know he's a like, former Klan leader and all that, but I mean, um, mm, he he, I can I can follow what he says. You know, sometimes. Okay. Yeah. And just to be clear, I mean, when we're talking about Zionism, you're not talking about Jew, the Jewish people. You're talking about like. Mm-hmm. But like, do you, do you buy into like the the protocols of elders of Zion and all that stuff? Because that stuff was proven to be fraudulent. You said it was proven to be fraudulent. From what I, from what I remember reading, like I, it was proved to be made up. I can't remember. Um, hold on one second. I, I'll I talk to them. Okay. I'll try and find something. But I I, I was doing what a I bit mean of by that is I'm talking about how the way people are being treated in Palestine, basically. Sure. And the way the media can be biased and supported. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's there's a hell of a lot of problems in that area, and you're you're absolutely right. But I feel like that's more like, I guess like maybe you're speaking on this too. Like it's more like the government there is, yeah. um, the the real issue. And uh, the media supporting it and us giving ten billion dollars a year to it. That's been proven up. Yeah. We do. We yeah. America does give a lot of money to Israel. You're right. I mean, in general, we spend too much damn money on wars. On um, David Duke is definitely right about 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 us fighting a war for Iraq. We fought for basically Israel. He's right about that. And yeah. I like, but David Duke proposes that to do a separation because I know people who are at a Stormfront conference that uh-huh. they're going to give black people the southern states and that the white people can have all the rest of it. How's that going to work? Honestly, I don't even think there's that many white people in the country, honestly. Like, real European, American, Anglo-Saxon white people, they're the minority in this country right now, I think. Really? I, I kind of, I always thought, eh, I'd have to do a little bit of research on that, but... Um... Oh, do it, do it. These uh, Bureau, Census Bureau, this it's all BS, dude. Even white nationalists are starting to, to figure it out. And nah, this country... This country is not mostly white, I don't think. Not really. Yeah, it, it's changing every year. You're right. Um, I'm, so I just posted something here. Um, uh, it's the Wikipedia link, um, and um, 
it sort of talks about like the the creation of this the protocols of the elders of Zion and uh, how much how it's actually like um, a fraud. It was basically like forged from different pieces of literature and made into make it to make it sound like something else that's not there. Um, okay. And there is no and there is no concrete evidence of of any of this shit. By the way, so that's why. I don't care for it. But anyways... Fine, if, you, could, if you don't, I mean, I'm not here to be extremist. I mean... No, that's I fine, just, dude. You know, yeah, no, dude. I can no, send you okay. a video of a 14-part series on Zionism. But it talks oh, sure. about Jews going against Zionism and things of that nature. That's what really got me into it, because a lot of black nationalists talk to me about white supremacy and white racism, and I started to believe it. But I really started to get, get into Jewish... Um, Zionist into that and that's what made me watch the documentary because they were Jews who were going against it so um, I mean yeah, I mean say anti anti- go ahead no like if you want to send me that video send it to my email that's fine yeah. um, I can I'll, I'll take a look at it but Semitic means Afro-Asiatic mm, okay it means Afro-Asiatic so me being a black man you know well, actually, I mean, Asia's India, Asia, um, China, Russia. That's all Asia, though. But, but it means cool. Afro-Asiatic, basically. Okay. Uh, so, Mamzer Priest, uh, welcome to the show. I don't know who you are. You sound sounds like that dude, Martin Lindstedt, but I don't know. Who knows? Um, so, Chad, you get along with your family? Pretty much. Do they know that you? Uh, do they know that you do what you do? Talk to nationalists. Not that I talk to nationalists, but I know I talk about um, <laughs> Zionism, and, he, and my dad actually likes the entertainment by it, you know. Um, and I and I have a disclaimer for myself, so you know. So when's your show anyway? When, um, when can people check it out? Thursdays, Tuesdays, two days. It doesn't really matter. To it doesn't really matter. I don't even know if I'm going to have a show this week. I'm trying to find who I can interview. Okay. I wanted to interview Sally, but, you know. Well, go to that website I sent and um, that I put in the chat here and, and you know, try and contact her. Um, no, I, I emailed her. I emailed her. Oh, you did? Okay. Good. So, uh, does anyone else uh, out there... Um, we kind of, I kind of got off what I promised the show would be tonight. Um we are. Uh, I was offering this as a topic. Uh, instead of talking about hatred of entire races and genders and cultures, I was offering that anyone could talk about a person in their life that they hate. And you don't hate them because of their race or anything like that. You hate them because of what they're doing to you and their behavior or a situation in your life that you hate. Mm-hmm. Does anyone... Uh, so I'm just putting this out there so, to everybody else in the... In the chat here, uh, that goes for Manzer Priest, News Guy, Foreskin, Soul Train Pride, Guest 11, 14, 16, Soul 17. Soul Train Pride is still here with us. <laughs> I thought he left by now. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, Juan Williams. Juan Wayne Williams. Wayne Williams. Who's Wayne Williams? I have no idea. Oh, he just posted a Wikipedia here. Um, let's see what we got Why here. does people... This is the third time people keep comparing me to this. I'm just trying Are to check you out. Really, guess fourteen, man, dude. Block guess fourteen. 
Oh, dude, I uh, I don't block people unless they like put out threats. I'm sorry, dude. I I can't. Um... Okay. He's. I'm, I'm saying he's making. He's saying something bad about you. So. Hate the host of the Hate Project, real arrogant asshole. Oh, that's fine. Why do you hate me, Guest 14? No, I'm fine with people hating me, by the way. I don't care about that. Like, here, here's my rule. Do not use any threatening languages or make direct threats at anybody. That's it. I don't okay. want to... So beyond that, I don't censor anybody. So, Guest 14, tell me why you hate me. Because I'm more entertaining than you are, maybe? <laughs> Wayne Bertrand Williams. I am going to send you part one, and it's a 14-part series. Okay. Yep. So guess number 14 is asking, why are you so ambiguous about your racial background? I don't know. It's fun. It just said it's not a valid address. Are you kidding me? Hey Project Radio is? Hey Project Radio at gmail.com. Yeah. Oh, wait. I think I posted. Yep. I posted something else. Sorry. It, it is a good address. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. Um. You know, I the reason I don't give a lot of details about myself is that, like, I've kept the show anonymous and I've offered for people to do the same. Um. So, uh, yeah, and I don't see why it matters, even. I mean, I do see why it matters, but <laughs> that was one of the dumbest things I've said in my life. I don't see why it matters. It's still about culture. Anyways, um, you know, if that frustrates you, it frustrates you. I'm sorry. And do you have yeah. any other reasons why I hate you? Hey, guess number 14, do you have any other reasons why you hate me? And you can call in and talk to me about it, too, if you want. Yeah, I just sent you that email. Okay. So let's see. Not everyone lives on Rabbit Track Road, and not everyone is self-sufficient. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? What's Rabbit Track Road? I don't even know what this guy means. Who is this dude? Mamzer Priest. He sounds like Martin Lindstedt. You know who that is? No. Like a Christian identity pastor. He's kind of quite a character in the uh, white nationalist movement. I'm sure anybody here can school you on this. Yeah, just give me his link. Maybe I can try to contact his ass. Yeah. I have his, yeah, I have his email. Um, I can send it to you. Um, let's see. Zogbots run talk shoe. Ugh. Yep. That's not true. That is not <clears throat> true one bit. Yeah. Okay, so guys, I'm giving you all about five minutes to call in, and then I'm going to wrap this show up. So I want to move on to some other things. We'll be back next week, probably. Uh, the Chad, you don't know if you're having your show this week, but maybe next week you'll be having it. Um, yeah. Right on, man. That's fun. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Well, I mean, if you want to, you know, if, if ever interview me, or if you ever want to, you know, just talk, you know, just... Simply just call my number or whatever, but I, but yeah, just see the fourteen part series, and you know where, then you'll know where I stand, basically, you know. Okay. So, Manzer Peace Priest is putting a beer mug. Yeah. <laughs> I see it. That's so fucking weird. Oh, guess number fourteen. Do you still hate me, Chad? Eighty. We don't want to hear you. We don't want to hear you. 
<laughs> well, you're hearing me you for guys, the next two minutes, motherfucker. I don't understand, like, these guys who complain about my show, like, why do you listen to it? Why don't you go find something that you like? And why don't you want to hear me, Guest 14? Why don't you want to hear me? Yeah. And he's not going to answer that question. Don't you get that? Um... Yeah, it's always weird. It's like it's like you guys like to be unhappy. I'm boring, though. I'm boring. Okay. Yeah. I don't care how I'm boring, but it's cool. Yeah, hey, man. The Chad AD is an ADL double agent. <laughs> really? Okay. Nice. That's kind of a fun job. I'd brag about that if I was an ADL double agent. <laughs> well, I'm not a double agent. I'm a, I'm tr- I'm going against corruption of government in general. But hey, it's fine that you call me that. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'll uh, talk to you later, man. All right. All right, dude. Thanks for calling in, and uh, you're welcome to call in any time. All right. All right. Peace. Take it easy. I never did watch the videos that the Chad AD sent me, um, and I was trying to look for them actually, and I couldn't find them. So I uh, can't tell you what's on them or what they uh, what the content is. Anyways, thank you for listening to Paradox of Civility. Uh, as always, you could email me at paradoxofcivility at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Civil Podcast. Uh, like the Facebook page. All that shit is in the description below. And I will talk to you next time. Have a great rest of your week, month, year, century, millennia, all of existence.